0: world Pass first point guard and Trailblazer reporter Mike Richmond. You are listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network available wherever you get podcasts and now also on youtube if you haven't if you're listening to the show longtime listener and haven't subscribed to the youtube channel what are you waiting for go to youtube right now and subscribe if you're a first-time listener we're also on youtube surprise surprise so uh, if you're listening in a podcast feed head on over to youtube right now just search Lockdown on and subscribe if you're watching this on youtube and you haven't subscribed smash that button we do this five days a week the only daily trailblazers podcast, free wherever you get podcasts and also on youtube so why not make the show your first listen every day start your day day off a little bit trailblazers news from locked on blazers uh help, you know help me grow the show subscribe subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe the way people find out about podcasts is word of mouth so if you enjoy the show tell your friends you enjoy it so we can help grow the show we got a lot to talk about today the blazers won on saturday evening 118 111 damon lord at his best Offensive performance of the season. Is he back after scoring 39 against the Sixers? Um, he seems to think he's headed in the right direction and it was just nice to see him be the best basketball player on the court by a lot. Um, refreshing to see Dame get buckets I want to talk about that I want to talk about a little bit more about the closing lineups and sort of the Blazers balance of when to use use of Nurkic and when to go small and and how that played out against the Sixers who were a pretty small team and then let's look ahead to the week the week that's coming for the Blazers some tough games uh, a road trip a chance to prove that they're not just a really good home team that cannot figure out to win outside of their arena um, should be a fun sort of telling week so we'll look ahead to that to close the show but first Let's talk about this Blazers win like we do at this time. The fastest recap in the West. A 118-111 win over the Philadelphia 76ers on Saturday night. The Blazers led 55-46 at halftime. Dame had 17 in the first half. 12 in the first quarter and 17 in the first half. CJ McCollum added 18 in the first half. No other Blazer had more than 6, but they were up 11. The only, But they couldn't really pull away in the third quarter. They, they had The lead swelled all the way to 18. It looked like they were going to cruise to this one. And then yet, they were only up 8 at the end of the... Uh, end of the fourth quarter and the Sixers were just hanging around um, less than two minutes in the quarter the Sixers cut the lead to uh, to four and then at the six minute mark when Tobias Harris hit a jumper the Blazers found themselves up two with just over six minutes left but the Blazers closed from there Damian Lillard had ten points in the final six minutes and eighteen seconds And the Blazers go on to win 118-111. Dame finished with 39 points on 10 of 21 shooting, hit 5 of 13 threes. He was 14 of 14 on the line, added 7 assists. CJ McCollum, 18 in the first half, 0 in the second half. All of of his damage came in those first two quarters. Norman Powell got busy in the third quarter with 9, finished with 17. Yusuf Nurkic, a double-double with 11 and 11. And Nazir Little with 11 points off the bench. Tobias Harris led the 76ers with 28. The Sixers were playing... Without Joel Embiid and without Danny Green, and uh, of course without Ben Simmons, uh, this could be a while without Ben Simmons. But uh, 28 from uh, Tobias Harris, 28 from Tyrese Maxey, who I thought was really good, um, and uh, and and they just you know a team missing three of their four best players, depending on how you want to categorize Simmons as like inclusion on the roster, but. Certainly, very important parts with No Embiid and No Danny Green, who's like such a just um, such an anchor to to what they want to do. And they hung around and and wouldn't go wouldn't go away. And the and the Blazers, you know, just finally held them off, basically stiff armed them in the final six minutes. Thanks in part to Dame, who had tw- he had twelve points in the first quarter and ten points in the final um, final six minutes of this game. He opened strong for the team that really had needed um, him to really needed a good start. They've been struggling to start games and Dame made sure that this wasn't like one of those games where they were down nine, five minutes in and Chauncey Billups has to take a timeout and say, hey guys, can we, can we play a little harder? Um, but this, you know, Dame took sort of, you know, put his foot on the gas early and then when they needed to pull away when the game got uh, a little too t- too close for comfort, 10 points in the final six minutes. Um, his I guess his watch was working. I, I want to talk a bunch about Dame here. You know, 39 um, and he was like... This, this was a talent win. Um, and what I mean by that, I talk about, if you're a long time listener, you've probably heard me say like, it's a talent league. And I think this game is a really good example of what I mean by talent league. Like the Sixers were missing their best players, but it's all relatively even in the league. Like the difference between the difference in everyone's good is what is basically what it comes down to. Everyone's pretty good. Um, but talent typically wins out. The Blazers up 18, can't you know can't put a team away, and then they their best player comes back in with like six minutes to go. Uh, Dame checked in a little a little earlier than I checked in at like the 10 minute mark, but um, you know he he kind of gets it going in the final six minutes, and he's the best player on the court, and they win the game, and they win the game with talent. Um, I I think this was like a refreshing win because it was that simple. Uh, the Blazers didn't need. There was no crazy comeback. There was no, um, you know, they didn't. They didn't blow the whole lead and then have to like panic or or whatever. And they didn't. It wasn't like it was in the balance in the final. 40 seconds or whatever like it was against the Bulls where they had to they kind of you get a little bit lucky when you get in one possession games right like Zach Levine misses a misses a wide open three and you feel better about it but if he makes a wide open three you feel a lot worse it's just like a real coin flip of a, of a results based analysis but like this was a game when just talent won Dame was the best player on the court they won because they had the best player it is there are many of these throughout the re- NBA's regular season it just it's more common than not that um the games will be relatively close and then you kind of just win by having better players. It's it's not it's not always scheme and luck like it's it's always scheme and luck, but it's like sometimes it's literally just like who is the best player on the court, their team is going to win this game. And and that's what it was today. I think in some ways it was refreshing to see um to see Damian Lillard just d- do that. Uh what they mentioned though, and I think this was to me somewhat noteworthy is like is early in the season we were kind of waiting for Dame to be back right it was the ticking time bomb was the analogy that chauncey billups used and then you know he had a, he had a pretty good game he had five threes and he said no not yet and then he struggled and then he openly admitted that he's dealing with this physical ailment and then he's been on the injury report the last three games you know miss, missed missed uh, last sunday's game against the denver nuggets uh then played this week but each each game that he played this week he was on the injury report in fact he was on the injury report ahead of this game and i asked chauncey billups like, at the time of pregame uh dame wasn't cleared and chauncey's like i don't know and I I kind of said like, what goes into this? Like, what what is the decision? And some he's like, you know, you hear from the trainers, you can't really trust Dame because he's going to want to play. He's going to say he's fine, so you got to like, you know, talk to the trainers. They're going to get a good look at him, test him, and see if the see if his abs abs are okay. His abdomen muscle is, um, are you know are going to let him play? And I said, is there is there a chance that you know you that Dame gets shut down for a extended period? Because at the time it's like if he's going to be on the injury list every night, he's playing through this like, um. Would 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 a week off help? You know, uh, LeBron James just took two weeks off with an abdominal uh, injury, so it's like, are, are the Blazers considering something similar? Two weeks, give Dame two weeks off and kind of let him heal up. And Chauncey, um, I'll say what he said and I'll kind of unpack it. He was like, everything's on the table. And what he was saying to me was like, I don't want, I don't want to answer that. You know, he was like a throwaway answer. It was like, I'll just yeah, sure, whatever. Like he was trying to get me. Um, you know, it's just like. Stop, not stop asking questions, but like yeah, sure. What, any anything could happen. We'll we'll, we'll I'm not going to give you any insight into our thinking. But what he didn't say is hell no. <laughs> you know what he didn't say is like absolutely not. Dame's going to play. He just said like, sure. I mean we're trying to get him right. We want him to play. He's our best player. It's you don't want him to play hurt, but you do want him out on the court. Um, so yeah, we've considered all our options. Not not playing him for an extended period of time is one of the options we've considered. Um, I'm not reading anything into that, but I will say that like the other option of hell, no, we haven't considered that was on the table and Chauncey did not go there. So like, I'm, I'm kind of going into this game, like, man, Dame has looked a little bit better, but like, is he, is he right? Like, is he physically right? Because if he's not, um, he can still be pretty good. He's just going to be one of the better players on the court and never have a chance to sort of, um, repeatedly touch heights that no one else on the court can touch. It's what makes Dame so special is he goes into these three, four, five, eight minute stretches where it's just like, Oh yeah. I mean, there's no one else. There's, you know, there's four other people in the world who could do what he does. He just, you can't, you can't guard him. It doesn't matter. And he is, um, emphatic and stubborn about burning you down from, from 35 feet out. Like he's just, he's just going to flame throw you to death. And if you come out farther enough, he's going to blow past your slow bigs to the rim and finish usually on the left-hand side with his right hand. Like I've seen a million times or at least hundreds. Um, so like, if you're not right, you just don't have that many chances to sort of touch those heights. And so then he comes out, and I thought he was really good early, and 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 put the game away late, and and for the most part looked like Dame took some deep threes and um, punished punished drop coverage. And then after the game, he said like he's he's feeling like he's he's getting into a rhythm. So let's let's talk a little bit about more of that rhythm in the second segment. Like is is Dame getting close? Should we trust him? He's always optimistic, um, you know. But we had stopped talking about the ticking time bomb, and it was more like a little bit of worry have we have we gotten back to the point we're on dame watch are we watching that explosion come back that's what what i want to talk about in the second segment but before we do that I want to tell you all about Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. Uh, I've been getting in on Prize Picks. I think you could enjoy it too. Here's how it works. It's the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, and it offers more props than any other DFS prop operator. So you get your superstar players, you get your end of the bench guys. All you're doing is you're picking an over/under, and it's your picks versus the projections. If you get it right, you win the money. It's as simple as that. They got an award-winning app. I use the app. It's great. They also got a website. Um, it's pretty clean too. But the app, I. The app is, is how your boy gets does it. And you pick two to five players, you pick your over-unders, and then you submit your picks uh, however you want to bet. You can bet to get some of them right and win a little bit of money. You can feel, If you're feeling lucky, you can bet to get all of them right and increase your increase your wins. So if this is something you want to do where you don't have to play against experts, you don't have to play against the field, it's just you picking over-unders versus the projections. Why don't you go download their app or go to pricepicks.com and use the promo code NBA and you will get a 100% Instant match on a deposit up to a hundred bucks. I've done it. I got my instant match. I'm winning money. Why don't you do the same? Go to pricepicks.com or download the app and make sure you use that promo code NBA. Price Picks is daily fantasy made simple. Today's show is also brought to you by DirecTV. Listen, this has got to sound familiar. <laughs> If you're someone who, who is trying to watch sports and your favorite movies and your favorite TV shows, you know, that sometimes you got to juggle between remotes or juggle between devices or scramble for logins or, or whatever it may be. There's a lot of clutter and a lot of hassle. So what if I told you about a way to get your TV together? It's called direct TV stream brings you your live TV and on-demand favorites like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, your favorite movies, your favorite shows all in one place. Don't juggle the remotes. Don't chase logins. Don't buy new devices. Just get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right. So we talked about the Blazers win over the Philadelphia 76ers on Saturday night. We touched on Damian Lord. 39 points. Kind of looked like Damian Lord. We've been waiting for this. This is Dame's first thirty-point game of the season. Um, he hadn't had—we're sixteen games in. He hadn't scored thirty yet, dude. Averaged thirty-two years ago, and averaged you know twenty-eight plus last season. Hadn't touched it yet. Hasn't been himself. Um, I think it's pretty clearly a health issue that's that's holding him back. Like I, I, I really do believe some of it is is it's the abdomen issue plus you know p- forcing it pressing because he's, he's missing so much but it's there's a qu- there was there is con- reason to be concerned over how healthy he is and i think after not while not openly admitting that for a while now we're starting to see it but then he, it's like is dame is dame hurt are we worried and i'm like yeah i'm a little worried i'm always a pessimist i'm always a little skeptical and also i've seen him be so good when he's not when he's not so good over enough you know 16 consecutive games where you're like where is this dude and then all of a sudden he shows up and has 39 against um, against the Sixers. And he said after the game that he feels like he's kind of finding a rhythm. He, he didn't go as far to say, like, I'm back. Because, you know, frankly, one game a hot streak does not make. Um, he's been a little bit better. But, like, you know, 39 and, and making five threes, that looks like Damian Lord. But, he's you know, he's capable of going on a heater for 10 games and where, where he's averaging 35-plus, right, where you're just like, oh yeah no one else can do that huh or like like i said four other dudes in the world can do that um he stopped short of calling this like of yelling on am back and saying that the, the time bomb has gone off or the whatever the dama is here but he did say he feels better over the last five six games like over the last couple weeks two weeks five six games he feels better and over the last seven games damon lord has been better um that included a game he sat out, you know, that, that's over the last eight games, he's played seven out of the eight, and he sat out against Denver, Blazers got walloped, it was, it was bad news. They played Denver again more, on Tuesday, more on that in a moment, but over the last seven games, is averaging 26.4 points, 4.1 boards, 7.3 assists, he's shooting 45.4% from the field, 38% from three on 9.7 attempts per game, and 91% of the free throw line. 38% on, nine, on, on almost 10 attempts a game, like... Maybe you'd like to see him shoot eleven or twelve. Quite frankly, because Duke can really shoot it. Uh, but that's looking like Dame's. I mean, twenty-six, four, and seven on forty percent shooting is kind of a reasonable year to expect for Dame. Because, like, if you're if there's going to be more Norm touches and and Ant is going to get a bigger slice of of the offensive pie, although he's he's been a little bit off recently, and and you know you're still going to have CJ out there uh, commandeering, I guess, sharing a few possessions like. Yeah, Dame might not be a 29 and 9 guy, 28 and 8 guy. He might end up being, you know, 26 and 8 is like a 26 and 8 on this shooting is like, would be a good year. He'd be back in the All Star uh, conversation. I don't think Dame was an All Star for the first 16 games. Like, I don't think he would have been in the conversation. I don't think he would have been, you couldn't even list him as snubbed. He was averaging like 21 and not shooting very well, um, or just under 21 and not shooting very well. Like, but over the last seven games, Dame is like getting back there. He's getting back there. And some of it is like he just, he's finding his rhythm. He, he told reporters after the game that, uh, you know, he's, the Blazers, they had two days off before this game and they had, a, they had a blackout day. They played Wednesday night, they had a blackout day Thursday. Nobody's allowed in the pla- practice facility. Um, they had played six games in nine days. The, everybody needs time off. You need mental time off. You need to just go like spend time with your family, et cetera, et cetera. Chauncey closes the PF on, on Thursday, Friday. They hold a practice. Dame said he went to practice, got through his normal routine, and then came back at night to get more shots up just because he knows. He knows what you know is that he hasn't been himself this year and that he needs to get hot and get going. And this team, like, truly depends on him. Uh, so, he, you know, he gets those extra shots up, and then he comes back and has 39, and that's it. That's the trick. Just shoot more. I don't. It's not that simple, but it's nice, like, you know, he's— before early in the season he said he, he isn't going to like stray from his routine right like he's just he's going to trust the trust the work and then you get deeper into this and you're just like it's almost a quarter of the season like oh um you know it's whatever 15 percent of the season 18 percent of the season and like i i'm not myself i think it was like that meant friday night back in the gym getting just seeing it go in seeing it go in and, and finding your stroke and I, I this was i am not ready to say dame is back but I I will f- I because I want to see it three four more games in a row. But it was nice to see Damian Lillard score thirty nine points. It was nice to see the Dame that we know, the Dame that we appreciate, that the, the guy who makes this so damn fun. Um, and to see him, you know, make put the game away down the stretch. Uh, you know, getting into his jump shot and getting, uh, getting to the free throw line. Like this was this was Dame, right? Like this, and he's and he's starting to look like Damian Lillard. But seeing you know seeing the dude go for. I'll say this: seeing seeing Dame go for thirty nine and seven felt normal, and that's the biggest compliment I can give him. Of course, he had thirty nine and seven. That's he's playing a team that can't guard him. He's playing, you know, Tyrese Maxine, Seth Curry can't guard him. You could put Matisse Thybul in there, but it, he's not a good enough offensive player to keep on the court. Um, so, best of luck to you because you don't have an answer that can get it done on offense and defense. Dame's too good. There needs to be more nights when Dame's too good when he's the riddle you can't solve. I hope that I hope we see more of him. Uh, like I'm, I will. You know, Dame has another one of these games against Denver and Sacramento later this week. That's they played Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back. Like I will I will sound the alarms. Um, I, because I, I'm ready for it, right? Like I'm ready to I'm ready to wave the flag and fire the cannons and say "Dame back!" But um he's just so damn good that he can score 40 40 and be injured. Uh, I will still be paying attention to what he looks like physically, but hopefully this is the beginning of a big big run. Other note from this game, um, Blazers are still going to close small against teams that go small. Yusuf Nurkic sat for a long time in the second half. He came out at about the six minute mark of the third quarter, came back at just over the six and a half minutes, 636 in the fourth quarter, and basically played two minutes. Um, at, during that time, the the Sixers had Matisse Thybul on the court. They took Thybul out and brought in um, George Niang. and Niang can shoot, Thybul can't, so it's like it changed up the sort of calculation. Nurk commits two quick fouls, same thing. They put him in pick and rolls, and Tyrese Maxey tries to turn the corner, and Nurk, he reached on one, did like a reach around, slap, slap, try to slap the ball out, poke, poke it out from the back, um, got called for a foul. Then they go the other side and he, he, he kind of hip, sliding his feet, hip checks him a little bit, gets called for two fouls. They get in the bonus and, uh, Chauncey Billups did not hesitate after it was pretty two solid minutes. Nurk had a layup. He had a couple rebounds. He blocked a shot. Like he was two, two really so- solid two minute stretch from Nurk. Um, and after those two minutes Chauncey Chauncey quick yank after those two fouls go back to Nance um in part because of the small ball matchup in part because of the two fouls but Nurk like threw his he threw his mouthpiece as he's heading to the bench and I I I, I tweeted something like oh man Nurk, Nurk's pissed like he's he threw his mouthpiece and Dame went over and um you know Dame went over and said something to him and it was it seemed like this was uh it seemed like it was was frustration, right? Because of his role, and I I was watching Nurk during the game. He was he sat for a long time, and he looked like someone who wanted to play. Um, I, you don't need to be a have a masters in psych- psychology to know dude who starts in a contract year wants to also play at the end of games. This is not breaking news or a big surprise. Uh, everyone in the league wants to play at the end of games. Everyone who's a, who's a, at the Nurk's level wants to close games. They want to start. They want to play a bunch. They want. It's like it is a sort of normal condition of being competitive and in the league. But I I think I was wrong quite frankly in the tweet. And I, I I sent a clarification, but many other, many people, Twitter is a place where you get corrections. Um, Watching live from my seat. I read it as, as Nurk being mad at the sub when I rewatched it, when I got home a hour and a half later, uh, maybe more like Nurk seemed more mad at the fouls. Um, So, I'll say this. I don't think he was like throwing a fit or, or showing up Billups, but he was pissed and you know why he's pissed. He wants to play and he wants to play better and he wants to play at the end of games. Like he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to come out um with the final four and a half minutes and not play. This wasn't a good game for him to play, right? Like this wasn't a strategically uh the a small ball group and a shooter who he was gonna have to guard at the five. Like that's not a good setup for him, right? That that's a better Nance game. I understand it strategically. I'm not I'm not like confused about why we got there. Um I just think it's like a normal thing that Nurk's mad and I think it's a thing to or Nurk's frustrated. I think it's a, a thing to monitor. Um he's kind of hinted at at frustration after the Bulls game, or and um, you know that team played super small, and he was like, and "Nurk played well, but didn't close." And then he doesn't close here, and he plays uh, what is that, like eight minutes in the second half? That's it's, this is just a limited run. People are gonna like it's it's a normal, reasonable, believable thing that he'd be frustrated. But you, I mean, it's something to monitor. It's just something to monitor. Um, I, I, I maya culpa for maybe making it more than it was, but really, it was just an observation that I got wrong. Um, don't tweet. Folks, maybe that's the lesson here. I'll probably just, uh, won't tweet any more observations during the game. So I don't make anyone upset who has um, access to the World Wide Web. But like this was, it's worth noting that Nurk is not playing game, not playing at the end of games. And he's not playing at the end of games for sound and reasonable strategic, uh, strategic reasons, reasonable reasons I was trying to avoid, but I still ended up there like totally, totally believable, straightforward and correct strategy is going into having a Nurk sit at the end of games. If there's not a big traditional center, um Larry Nance is just a better at, at what they want to do at the end of games. And he's um he's he's been good. Like Larry's been good. So there's no reason to um you're not like sacrificing a whole ton of talent. You're just sacrificing. You're just going with a different shape. But I think Nurk's frustration with his role and what sort of what it, what the deal is there, I think, is worth monitoring because um, he's been frustrated. He's entering the final year of his contract. Um, he's someone who is uh, he kind of wears his emotions on his sleeve. You'll see it when he's mad, um, when he's frustrated about his um, his role or the situation or whatever it is. And like, it's normal for anyone who starts the game to want to be there at the end. It's a tough, it's a tough pill to swallow. So, um, while I'm apologizing for maybe like, uh, I'm not even blowing something out of proportion, just a straight up. I saw it wrong from my say, from section 113. when I got the luxury of seeing it from my computer, it made more or from my television. It made more sense. Um, so, uh, you know, don't tweet, but I think the larger observation is still something I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on with uh, Yusuf use of If you don't follow me on Twitter and you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Good for you all right let's come back in the fourth fourth segment in the fourth quarter and the third segment the final segment to close out the show uh the blazers have a really tough week out of them they have not been a good road team here's a chance to prove it against some of the best in the league that's what we'll talk about in the third segment to close out the show but first let me tell you about bill bar it's just the best tasting protein bar on the market that's what they're doing how about this like you're 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 one you're into bill bar right you're like, I want to try this out. I know what I like, but maybe I, you know, maybe I don't know. Well, how about this? Right now on build.com, they get a mystery flavor. All the fun in the world. You know what you like, but you're trying to experience new things, trying to challenge your your palate. Well, you can pick the mystery flavor and they'll send you a whole box of surprise flavors. How fun is that? If you don't want, if you want to take out the mystery, they got other flavors there uh, or, um, for that will meet your palate, meet your taste buds where they're at. So go check built.com. There are all winter long. There's there's new and limited time flavors. So make sure you're going to built.com regularly to see what they got because you might you might find something new that you didn't know about. Uh, all of them, no matter what you choose, are going to come with 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, four to five grams of sugar, and no more than five grams of net carbs. All tasty, all healthy. Go get yourself some. Go to built.com. And use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. Still listening to Locked on Blazers. We talked about the win over Philly. Dame's excellence. He's he, he's trending in the right direction. We're not going to call it a hot streak just yet. But the, we're starting to see signs that Damian Lamont, Ollie Lillard Sr., one of the greatest players in the history of the NBA, one of the best players in the history of the Blazers franchise It's starting to look like Damian Lamont, Ollie Lillard senior one of the best players in the NBA, one of the best players in the history of the franchise. It's starting to happen. We will, you know, 30, 39 and seven. Let's see a couple more because if he gets going, it changes what this team, it changes the whole calculation. They get one of the t- top 10 players in the league back in the lineup. All of a sudden, um, they they might have something brewing. They haven't had him, and they've they've kind of hung in there as a five hundred team. If they get him, they would get that Dame back for a consistent period. Woo, look out! But woo, look out! How about this? Tough week ahead. There's a lot to woo look out for. Uh, Blazers going a little mini three gamer at the end of the week, but it starts Tuesday against the Denver Nuggets. Um, as I'm recording this, it's Sunday afternoon. The Nuggets play, and Jokic has it, is. Uh, still questionable to play. He missed Friday's game with a right wrist injury. Uh, it's not clear if he's going to play in Phoenix as I'm recording this. By the time you listen to this, unfortunately, the game will have started. But you'll know. But it's um, Jokic is either has either missed two games in a row or is you know almost you know warmed up and decided not to play against Phoenix and is is likely going to play Tuesday. I think we see him. I try to avoid game previews because you just never know with this stuff and moves quickly. But uh, you know Jokic and the nuggets beat the snot out of the blazers in denver it's a chance to get them back Uh, the blazers are really really good at home they're eight and one at home um shout out to uh the blazers intrepid pr staff who pointed out this is their longest home winning streak since 2019 which is just the type of stat that you get from an intrepid pr staff you have to go all the way back two nba seasons to find a streak that this good at home but um they were really good in 2019 so i guess it's i guess i guess it's worth pointing out but like this is a chance to beat to you know push the streak continue the, continue that home winning streak continue the sort of good vibes around this team and beat a team that smacked you earlier this year um the the nuggets have been kind of scuffling a little bit they're just not good when jokic is off the court but he's going to be right back in the mvp conversation if he's i don't think he's the mvp this year but he's like at worst the fourth leading vote getter in the MVP race. Like he's just been, he's just been incredible. Um, So if he plays great test, can't wait to see it. And that's a nerd game. And so, to me, I'm circling it because that's a game where you need Nurk to be good and even to be good so he can close at the end of the game, right? Like, stay out of foul trouble, keep the Blazers in it, and compete against Jokic um, because they're going to need him. It's hard to go small against someone as beefy and dominant as Jokic. You need someone with Nurk's size. In theory, a great matchup, a great Nurk game. Circle it on your calendars. That's Tuesday night. Then the road trip starts at Sacramento. who Just fired Luke Walton and Alvin Gentry is going to take... Uh, take it over. They might be getting that new coach boost, the little new coach bump that happens so much, so often when coaches get fired. Um, even bad teams find a way to win with a new coach sometimes. And then Friday at Golden State, that's the best team in the NBA. Like, they're not going to have Klay Thompson back even though he's coming soon. Sounds like he's going to be around uh, just before the end of the new year according to a report from Shams Charania. But even without Klay Thompson, the Warriors are the best team in the NBA. It's the best defense in the league. Um, they can just, they run you out of the gym in third quarters. They're just so darn good. It's a great test. And then, monday after a weekend off this place get a long time in uh in san francisco around thanksgiving and then monday they play at utah you know a a team that's going to be second or third in the west all season long like this is a great trip and a great week denver golden state utah with like a a a gotta win it gotta prove you can win it game against um game against the kings to kick off the road trip the blazers are one and seven on the road and their one win comes against the houston rockets who are the worst team in the nba and have lost 14 consecutive games so they've the only the only win that they've carved out on the road is against like truly the worst collection of talent in the league the worst team in the league so it would be great to see them get going this week like this is this is um And when I, when I first was organizing this episode, I was going to do like a great British Breakoff thing, like welcome to prove it week. So I'll still do, I'll still hit you with the welcome to prove it week because it's prove a week for the Blazers. Like prove it, prove it. They've looked good. They look like a good competitive home team. They fancy themselves one of the good teams in the West. And luckily for the rest of the West, the bottom half of the conference is kind of meh. It's kind of just like, it's there for them. Like, you know, as much as they've kind of scuffled and looked um, like two different teams home and home and away, like. They're still right there in the mix. 16 games in to hop up into a fourth into the fourth seed in the West, no problem, no problem. You win a, win a couple of these games, um, you put yourself right back um, in the position that you've wanted to be in, even with a kind of a booty start. So, welcome to Prove It Week. Denver at Sac at Golden State at Utah. Like this is, uh, you know, I record these episodes typically on on Sunday afternoon, so we won't get a Monday show. I record on Sunday afternoon, so we won't get the Utah game by time I record in this space next week. But we're gonna get three three big games. Um, we'll recap all those games. We'll recap Denver and recap Sacramento, and we'll re- we'll uh, we'll talk about the Golden State game uh, next weekend. But like this is a great opportunity to sort of find out if this team is is for real because when they've gone on the road they've gotten put to bed early they don't need to win in golden state it would be a, their best one of the season if they win in golden state but they need to be competitive they need to be competitive against one of the best teams in the league because if the blazers fancy themselves a good team they got to play like it against other very good teams denver is a great test especially what you know assuming Jokic is healthy and 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 sandwiched in there in these three tough games is just like a is just go ahead go ahead and take care of business, a TCB type game, much like the Sixers game, a TCB type game where you're just, you have more talent, go win because you have more talent against the Kings. Fun week. Fun week ahead. Fun week. Welcome to Prove It Week. No break bake off spoilers though in my twitter mentions i'm a week behind uh, i might watch it but i might just watch it as i publish this so you all can't uh can't come get me but um i'm excited for more bake off i'm excited for more blazers basketball i'm excited for you dear listener to go subscribe to the youtube channel so go ahead and do that if you're listening now you've made it to the end of the podcast or to, to the ending of the podcast you You owe it to me to subscribe. You listen to the whole dang show. You listen to the whole dang show. So go to YouTube right now and hit that subscribe button. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just smash the subscribe button. Tell your friends to do the same. They can find it on YouTube. They can find it wherever they already get podcasts. Just search Lockdown Blazers. We'll be right there waiting for them. Got a fun week ahead this week. Um, You're listening to Monday, uh, uh, November 22nd show on Tuesday we'll have a mailbag show so get your questions in at Mike G. Rich and uh, locked on Blagespot at gmail.com Wednesday show we'll recap the uh, recap the Nuggets game Thursday show we will have a show published on Thanksgiving it'll be waiting for you in your feeds on Thursday and Friday no matter when you get back to it if you're an American listener celebrating Thanksgiving if you're not um, only four shows this week because um, I'm, we're celebrating Thanksgiving in, in the United States um, so four shows this week should be a lot of fun uh, no quickie this week but we'll get uh, we'll get jason back on the show and if some news breaks i'll force him to come on he's my friend i know where to track him down so fun week ahead get your mailbag questions in come back for a recap of denver come back for a recap of of the kings tell your friends to do the same tell your friends to come back or go ahead and find it like i said at the top of the show the best way for people to discover this show is you dear listener if you enjoy it tell your friend people discover podcasts by word of mouth um it's that's how it works so you are my greatest advocate go tell your friends if they're if you got a f- friends who like basketball go tell them hey i like lockdown blazers and it's available wherever you get podcasts and on youtube uh i think you'll like it too that that's the best way to support the show appreciate you listening talk to you soon